You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Theater Geeks Anonymous. The podcast about Broadway flops, scandals, and new work. Now, we'll take a break from our usual episodes to bring you this intermission sode. <laughs> <laughs> this meeting is being recorded. She's like, she's like one of like those old 1940s operators. Mm-hmm. Hey, who are you trying to reach? <laughs> one moment, please. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're doing another intermission, sode friends, because there was so much that we needed to discuss. So and we're still not even going to get through no, our whole list. We're not. But you know I mean, how we, we are. We go off on deep tangents and, and um, you know, that's why you like us. So yes, that's why you tune in <laughs> every week, even though there might not be an episode. <laughs> so the, the first thing we want to talk about is Kite Runner. Yeah. I know I mentioned that I'd seen it and I did see it in previews. And at that point, uh, when I saw it, there was no, because all theaters are doing like optional masks. Right. But thankfully now Kite Runner has chosen two days a week where they'll have mandated masks. Yeah. And this is particularly wonderful because I, I believe the mask mandates have really inhibited people who have, especially those who are immunocompromised. Yes. It kind of like makes it deeply unsafe for them to go see any theater. Yes. And I, I mean, I've talked about this before, I'm sure, but like I get, I'm frustrated at the lack of awareness we still have <sighs> yeah. about so much of our, so much of our world who are people who have, you know, who are immunocompromised, who have disabilities and mm-hmm. just, we, in this rush to like get back to quote unquote, whatever things were like before, which mm-hmm. was not great no, and totally excluded them. Yes. We're still not creating spaces safe for them. Right. And now we have even more immunocompromised people because there were so many people who had long COVID. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm thankful Kite Runner is like aware of this and making it a safe space. I also went to see this off Broadway play this week called Between the Lines. Yeah. It's at the Tony Kusher Theater 
it is still like they mandate masks, Great. right? So it's like another safe space for people. The thing is, even without the mask mandates, mm-hmm. I will, I would still wear a mask. Of course I would too. But the problem is there's so many people who don't. Right. And that's just it. I have yeah. the privilege of being able to say yes or no, I can wear a mask and it's fine because if yeah. I get COVID, obviously I'll be okay. Like I was okay with this last one. I don't want to get it again. That's yeah. why I just am choosing to wear my mask. In addition yeah. to also then being cognizant of the fact that not everybody is as healthy as I am. And if I wear my mask, I can help protect them as well. Yeah. Yep. What I, and, uh, and I'll just say Kite Runner, it, the two shows that they are doing that for are Friday nights and mm-hmm. Sunday matinees so mm-hmm. that everyone is aware. Yeah. What it brings to the forefront in my mind, oops, sorry, I got a text. What it brings to the forefront in my mind is you, you almost pinned it, right? Mm-hmm. Disability is is the invisible margin, right? Right, It's, it is the, still the one thing Mm -hmm. that everybody in this world has agreed that we're just going to disadvantage all day, every day without any care in the world. Right. Right. Because it isn't as easy as seeing that, oh, that person is black and that person is white. Right. Right. Sometimes you don't see a disability at all. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and you know what, it, it's not for me to ask if someone has a disability or not. I'm just going to assume that everyone should be wearing masks because yeah. I still think that is the case. And what the CDC said several months ago when they changed some of the mandates to mm-hmm. like, I think it was now seven days in uh, isolation yeah. instead of 14 whole days. And their reasoning was that only a small percentage of people are truly affected by getting COVID. So we're all, you know, yay, it's all better now, except that the small percentage that she was talking about have the potential to die. Yeah. So I don't think that that's all happy and cheery. And I don't think that's something to celebrate. No, it's not. I mean, we're now we're like on the side of like that horrible, I don't even want to call it a documentary, but like that thing that was called Plandemic, mm-hmm. where I mean, sh- this woman who claims that she's a um, virologist or whatever, like she is really, she's just touting survival of the fittest. Yeah. I mean, that's really what she was doing in that documentary. It's like, yeah, there's some people who will be sick, but they should just stay inside. Like it was horrible. I hate that thing. Um, and and I I I just feel like we're 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 I'm disappointed in us, but I'm grateful that at least there's one show and like yeah. you said, the the one theater. There was and I'm sure there are one, other theaters doing it. And there was it was mentioned in that article that you shared. Okay. But I can't remember what it, let me pull it up really quickly and see if okay. I can find it. Um because yeah, they had one other show that they mentioned specifically that is also doing a mask mandate. It might have been, nope, let me go back up. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, see, it's not coming up in that I can see now, but if I remember it, I'll shout it out. I'm sure. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm grateful for the shows that are still doing it. I feel like that's a great compromise. You know, if you, if we are having to deal with people who just refuse to do it, then it's like, fine, then just come on the days where, you know, it's not 
mandated for you. Oh, um, so it was, I'm sorry. It wasn't that another show was mandating. It's that the Broadway league has extended optional mask policy through August until further notice it said, or, and until further notice. Okay, great. So it's, you know, it's still optional at this point, but um, it also gives the theaters a little more power behind their own mask mandates. And right. it gives them the ability to say, yeah, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not this even is- going to say how, how concerned I am about the fall because we always have mm-hmm. huge spikes in yeah. November, December, yeah. and January. So we have I- to move. We should move on, though. Because this yeah. is going to be... <laughs> All right. I know this will be one of those tangents Yeah, that we, we can't go forever. <laughs> forever. Well, um, okay. Let's talk about yeah. Hamilton. Because I yes. know we mentioned it just in terms of like star power in the last intermission sode. Yeah. yeah. But there's a little bit of a controversial story going on right now out of, is it Dallas or Houston? I think it's uh, Dallas. Yeah, I think it was Dallas. So there's um, a mega church in Dallas who mm-hmm. decided that they were going to put on a show that was basically Hamilton that they changed the words to to make it more Jesus friendly. Yeah. This is a big no-no because yeah. they didn't ask oh, for permission. It's McAllen. It's oh, the door McAllen Church mm-hmm, in McAllen, Texas. Thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big deal because they didn't ask for permission and because they did not pay for rights. And also, as anyone can attest to that has been in a show, Mm -hmm. it is a huge no-no and there will not ever be permission granted to this to change the lyrics of any show that has ever been written. There are some cases where you get approval, like, for example, company who got approval from Stephen Sondheim and they changed lyrics specifically because they changed the gender of Bobby. Right. And, and that the difference between that obviously is the permission aspect, but also all you're changing is pronouns right in the Dora McAllen uh, rendition of Hamilton. They were changing full songs. Yeah. Yeah. Totally different. Like the show had a different meaning, a different, it was no longer about Hamilton and his, his um, historical governmental pursuits. No. It was about Jesus. Yeah. And, and, uh, being used as a tool for, for salvation, which is, I mean, there is obviously a lot wrong with just that on the face of it, but Mm -hmm. also these kind of big mega churches, a lot of them and Dorm McAllen is one of them Mm -hmm. have made themselves more famous by being anti-LGBTQ, anti-gay marriage, anti, anti everything, right? They've put these, these restrictions and limitations on life based on their own moral views of it Mm -hmm. without really taking into consideration Jesus views on any of it. Right. 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 And so the idea that, and this is why I love the petty revenge that they got at the end, (laughs) the idea that this church would Mm -hmm. use material that has Mm -hmm. been performed by people who are of those groups. That's right. That's right. Marginalized by this church is doubly a stab in the heart. Oh, totally. Totally. But I'm going to let you tell us what the petty revenge is that Lin-Manuel and his producers had. (laughs) So, so the lyrics were changed. It is not just salvation, but there were also, like she said, anti-LGBTQIA plus um, lines added as well. And as we 
as we all know, because so many people wear the shirt, love is love is love is love, which is directly from Lynn's speech after there was the shooting in Florida. Right. So he's very much an ally of the LGBTQIA plus community. Yes. So as you can imagine, seeing his work used without his permission, the words changed to send a message to people and a community that he holds near and dear to his heart. I can't even imagine. Like, I would be so angry. I can't even. So, yes. And he's like so nice. And he was still nice on the socials. And he, you know, but he was like, uh, you know, my lawyers are taking care of it, basically. So anyway, (laughs) um, the door McAllen was, of course, um, had to pay a restitution. They had Mm -hmm. to pay for what they did and take down any videos that, I mean, they were so, this is the thing that also blows my mind is they were like, not only will we do something totally illegal, but we'll also put it up on YouTube for everyone to see. And that's just like, what in the world? They were giving tickets away on Eventbrite. Yeah. I mean, you weren't buying tickets. It wasn't like a paid thing, but like they were giving tickets away on a public access media site for something done illegally. Yeah. And live streaming it, which is also illegal. Right. And so, (laughs) and so, um, that's how he found out it was happening because they were just so, you know, blatant, blatant. Yeah. Uh huh. And, um, so they had to pay restitution for what they did. And Lynn and the producers took the restitution and they found, this is where I think it's Dallas, where there was the, um, organ, the LGBTQIA plus organization okay. that they gave the money to was a Texas organization. Yeah. Right. They so gave they, all of that restitution all of money. It. I love it. It was yeah. so, it was so like mwah, chef's kiss. Like it yeah. was just, and uh, because that's just it. It's like, yes, we're we're slapping you on the wrist. You have to pay this fine. But what we're going to do with the money that you Mm -hmm. had to pay us is to give to an organization that is so anathema to you and your church that now you really have to suffer, (laughs) suffer the consequences of your actions. I just, I didn't, I, I also, I just want to add, like, we do need to move on, but I want to add because, you know, you all know, Pamela and I say it all the time, like, we are also, and it's true, we are also Christians. We yes. believe in Jesus. We we believe things that, like, some of you would probably, you know, stick your nose up at or whatever, but we do. And so we were, su- like, personally, I was super, I, y'all know how hard I stand Lynn and I love Hamilton's like my favorite show. So I didn't even write the show. I was so mad. Yeah. I was like, this is what the church is doing. We're, we're taking somebody's intellectual property. We're stealing it because what you're not creative or clever enough to come Mm -hmm. up with something on your own. You can't write something else. So you're going to steal somebody else's words and put words into their mouth that they would never say. Yeah. I I was, I was so mad. This, this is such a, uh, I, but for years I've had such issues with creation that the church makes because I just, it's so rare that I see something that comes out of our body. That's like really, really good. And I feel that 
if we have the Holy Spirit, we should be so, we should have, we should be tapped into yeah. creativity in such a strong way because of our, the source of it, mm-hmm. that we should never need to do things like this. Yeah. So to do something like this for me and it, and it be marred in the freaking church is so unconscionable. It's and, awful. And it's just, I, 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 it make like, it's things like this that make me like, I'm like, I love Jesus, but the body is such a mess. Sometimes I'm like, I, I can't not love Jesus, but y'all mm-hmm. it's y'all. I don't want to be, I don't want to be associated with y'all. The thing is Ebony. And this is something that I had been struggling with for a while until I finally Ugh. kind of came to this realization is that if you and I are as heartbroken about this as we are, yeah. think about how heartbroken Jesus is Yeah, looking at his children acting this way, marginalizing whole communities of people wanting to just blight them from existence. That's not what Jesus stood for. I'm, I'm, uh, and there is an absolute reason why I stepped away from religion. Yeah. I don't go to a church anymore. Yeah. I watch my brother's service on Facebook live from, you know, from Illinois Mm -hmm. and I can appreciate his words because I know, and I trust him. Right. And we also have a similar idea of what Jesus wants us to be as yeah. people, yeah. right? But the idea that that so-called Christians mm-hmm. are acting like this and are yeah. spewing this vitriol for other non-Christians to hear and to take in yeah. is unconscionable. Yeah. And just, you have every right to be upset about that. I know I'm yelling into the mic and probably it's going to be red or whatever, <laughs> but I'm mad. I'm, I was so, I was just like embarrassed yeah. for us as a, a whole. I was like, how, what in the world? How could mm. the audacity <gasps> uh, for real? I it don't was know a, how many times I say this a day, but the audacity comes out at least once a for day. Real. <laughs> for real. Yeah. I mean the, like what, to, to, yes, to give out tickets, but like to put it online. Yeah. Like that was the thing. I was just like, I don't understand why you thought this was okay. Except yeah, the audacity, the privilege, like you right. just thought you were too big to get in trouble. Well, you must have done, thought that. I'm sure that it's done all over the place. But you're right in the differences that they put it out there for the a mass audience to consume. Yeah. Pride goeth before a fall. <laughs> no better way to end that segment. Not going to say anything else. That was excellent. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay. So this is going to be, yeah, I think this was the last one, right? Yes. So um, want to talk about this new play um, that's coming in the fall. It's not, okay. It's not a new play. But it is the first time it's ever been on Broadway. Mm-hmm. It's Adrian Kennedy's Ohio State Murders, and it's going to star Audra McDonald. Uh, I know. I know. Um, previews will begin on November 11th, ahead of the December 8th planned opening, and it is going to be a limited engagement. It'll be directed by Kenny Leon. Mm, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. 
And um, I was like, I don't know what this is about. So I went ahead and found the um, description. So I'm going to read that for you all right now. Here we go. Summary. <laughs> Ohio State Mur Murders explores the experiences of Susan Suzanne Alexander, a, a fictional Black writer whose life both is and is not like the author's. When Suzanne enters Ohio State University in 1949, she has no idea what the supposed safe haven of academia holds in store. Years later, Suzanne returns to the university to talk about the violence in her writing. A dark mystery unravels. Adrian Kennedy's play is an intriguing, unusual, and chilling look at the destructiveness of racism in the U.S. Wow. Um, and another reason why it's like really fun to talk about this is Adrienne Kennedy is 91 years old and this is going to be her Broadway debut and, and she's debuting her, her show at what is now called the James Earl Jones theater, which used to be the court. So also it's going to be the first play in this theater. That's also like first time it's been named, you know, after a black artist. Yes. So it's like super, super cool. And it sounds so fascinating and I really want to see it. Um, and it actually, like when I read the description, it and I haven't seen it yet, but it reminded me of this movie that's been on Prime called um, Master with um, Regina Hall. I, I'm not aware of this. And so I watched the trailer and now it's... Mm, it's different in that this is a, it has a supernatural element, but okay. it's this woman who is a professor at this college and it's, it's about just like this play, like racism and academia, but also like the code switching and like mm. the ways in which you feel like you have to like, get along with, you know, and, and, but the supernatural element is also like, um, from the trailer, it feels like something ha is like, there's a spirit still there that is angry about how it may have been treated. And we don't know if like, maybe there was a possible murder or something. Oh. As well. So it's uh, like, I, I was like, is this a film adaptation of, it definitely isn't. Okay. Um, but yeah, cause where do the murders come in to the play? Right. I mean, well, it's, it was just oh, that one line in the, uh, okay. The, so go the, ahead. Cause there was that little bit of the synopsis that stated, um, something about uh, the when mystery she, of, yeah. When she returns to the university to talk about the violence in her writing, a dark mystery okay. unravels. So that's I think right. that's where the, yeah. And the unit, cause the university she's at is Ohio state. Is this full fiction or is this based on something that she experienced in her own academia? I, I, I think what the first sentence was saying, which was Ohio State Murders explores the experiences of Suzanne Alexander, a fictional black writer whose life right. both is and is not like her authors. Oh, oh, oh okay. I missed so, that part. I heard about her being an author in the book, but I missed right. that. Okay. Oh, I, interesting. I had to read that several times. It's a very like, long I, sentence. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, I think... It's, it's talking about like this kind of parallels Adrian's experience a little bit. Cool. Um, so it's like, this is going to be, it's going to be really good. Like I, I really look forward to seeing Audra in this role and, cool. um, yeah. 
It's going to be great. Nice. Thanks. Yay. So. Yeah. And yay for the James Earl Jones Theater. Yeah. It's been renovated too since um, they gave it his name. Yeah. I was just going to ask you when that happened. It was announced in March. Okay. Um, I, but I know they were doing, like, they were doing renovations way before that. Okay. So, and then I guess uh, they decided they would also change the name of it. And like I said, March was when they had announced that piece. But I do remember there hasn't been a show there in quite some time because yeah, it was getting renovated. Yeah. How cool would it be to have a whole theater named after you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure James Earl Jones just is like, I'm just a guy. This I know. is the weirdest. And I mean, he's like, what is he, late 90s now? Yeah. Bless him. I know. Oh, that's an exciting story. I'm sure yeah. everyone kind of knows the start. He had a stutter when he was a kid and they yeah. didn't expect him. He They didn't think that he was even like average in uh, intelligence, intelligence yeah. for a long, long time. And then he just started speaking with this eloquence that was, that belied his age, belied his social standings. Like it was, he's a remarkable human being. And now has like one of the singularly most yes. distinctive, it's so greatest true. voices in the history <laughs> of all creation. Yep. <laughs> I yep. mean, it's true. What is there's like maybe five that are that distinctual. Morgan Freeman is another one. Right. I Gregory Peck. Yeah. Um uh <laughs> like I can't even I'm sure there's more, but I'm like there's oh, not yeah. that there's plenty, but, yeah, but like James Earl Jones is one that really comes to mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. P like people because because also, I mean, Star Wars, you know, there's mm -hmm. just yeah. You can't. Anyway, so that's super fun. That's <laughs> that's a that's going to be a fun one, or that's nice. going to be an interesting one. I can't yeah. say fun. That's not going to be I fun. I know. But... <laughs> It'll be. Uh, it sounds really interesting. Yeah. The story yeah. sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. That'd be an interesting yeah. read, I think, too. Absolutely. Outside of seeing the play, it might be really cool to read. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's this intermission sode. Yay. Thank you, friends, so much for listening. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. We <laughs> shall see you on the next time. We'll see you the next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Theater Geeks Anonymous. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TGABWAY and on Facebook at Theater Geeks Anonymous. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Theater Geeks Anonymous podcast on the Broadway Podcast Network and all your favorite podcast listening apps. Your intermission sode has now concluded. Shut up, sit down, and turn off your cell phones. Or we'll tell Patty Lapone. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E 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 org because only together we rise.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.